Hello there, I'm Dee Reddy and welcome to Inside Intercom. For Pride Week, our LGBTI plus teammates have been sharing their lived experiences, including their coming out stories, how they've stayed engaged with their communities in light of COVID-19 and what ways they feel allies can best support LGBTI plus people. We've been releasing these interviews as individual episodes internally for their Intercom colleagues to hear across the week. Today, though, we wanted to share some of their insights and wisdom with you. Here are just some of the powerful stories of the adversities they've faced, the joys that they've felt, and from their experience, the advice that they'd give to their past selves and to others. We hope you enjoy. My name is Tyler. So I am originally from Mustang, Oklahoma, which is like this like little tiny baby cowboy town in Oklahoma. There are probably more cows than people. And then I was super fortunate enough to move to Chicago. And being in Chicago and being out is definitely a little bit of an easier lifestyle for sure. I think that to me, what being out is the celebration of all the people that came before me who have worked really hard for um, my generation to be able to be out and proud. And I think it's super important, specifically now and always, but specifically now to remember that so many of those big pioneers that helped open up our rights were the Black trans community with Marsha P. Johnson, you know. And I think that right now it's super important to remember that because of what's going on in the world, but also just to remember that we are all together and we need to, you know, love each other. So coming out for me was definitely a process. I was always very feminine. I was in a family that they were hunting and they were fishing and I was in the living room lip syncing Whitney Houston. So we always had a little bit of a difference in what we thought were fun. But I think that I was pretty fortunate in school. People would ask like, are you gay? are you gay? And, you know, I think whenever you're young, you don't really understand. And that felt like such a negative word at the time. And I'd be, oh my God, girl, no. Oh no, 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 no. That's not me. That's not my gig. That is not who I am. But I was really fortunate in the fact that once I got into high school, I never really had to like come out. Fortunately, people were really kind to me. And whenever I started exploring my sexuality, I think that people were really nice about it. And I would still get the, are you gay questions? But I think I would just kind of turn it with be like, well, are you interested? What's going on? Why do you need to know? And I was really lucky that that's kind of what my experience was. I was really, it was really well received in high school, but I didn't like officially, officially come out until I was about 20 because I was in the mindset that I was like, I do not need to come out. It is no one's business. Why do I have to come out? Because I do think there's something about coming out that is I think there's a lot of beauty in it that you get to, but I also think that hopefully culturally, maybe next generation, we can get to a point where it's not coming out anymore because it isn't assumed that you will be a certain way. That's my hope. But in my head, I was like, that's why I'm, I'm just bringing that generation to right now and I'm not coming out and I'm just going to let it happen. And my father actually saw a photo of me and my boyfriend on my Facebook. And he didn't have a Facebook, so I don't know who told him to look, but someone did. And he was not very thrilled about that. I grew up primarily with my grandparents, and I was devastated that he was going to tell my very Southern grandparents before I could. So I picked up the phone, and I called my Mimi, who's my grandma, bawling. I mean, just like not breathing, like (laughs) bawling. And I called her, 
And I said, oh my gosh, I have to talk to you. And she's like, what's going on? Are you okay? Like, what's, you know, what's happening? And I was like, are you sitting down? And she was like, oh my gosh, now she's crying because she thinks something horrible is happening. And I think something horrible is about to happen. And like, we're both just crying on the phone. And after about 45 seconds of us just hearing each other crying, I said, Mimi, I'm gay. And she said, okay, what's wrong? And I said, no, that's it. And she said, Tal, Aaron, if you ever call me Baldwin like that again to tell me something that's so okay, I'm going to be upset with you. And then we laughed. And I said, well, is Papa going to hate me? And she said, let me ask him. And she said, Papa, Tal's gay. And he said, okay. And then that was it. So the advice I would give, which I guess I've just really danced around this question. I don't know why. Um, The advice I would give was, yeah, that you are worthy and you are enough. And that it's all okay. And that you're absolutely right. Like your life is not going to be the same after you come out. And you're not going to have the same friends. And maybe your family dynamics are going to change a little bit. But those people who are going to fade away, they never understood who you truly were. And they loved a version of yourself that maybe wasn't its true authentic self. And that you will find your people and you will find your place of belonging. And it'll be true now because you're able to express who you are. And it's probably going to be uncomfortable. But the only way you can grow is to be uncomfortable. So to just do it and know it's all going to be okay and that you are enough. My name is Kira. I'm a customer support rep here in the Dublin office in Intercom. And I've been with Intercom now for about two years. In regards to what being out means to me, I think, especially living in Ireland, it's very freeing. After the marriage equality referendum, it was like there was a weight lifted off my shoulders that, you know, society could see me and I didn't even... I didn't have to hide anymore. So, yeah, um, being out is happiness. Being out is love. Being out is accepted. And I'm lucky enough to say that I feel very much accepted in who I am. So allies really play an important role when it comes to someone's coming out story. So a couple of tips I suppose I could share off, off, off the top of my head would be First of all, realize that the person is telling you is in a really, really vulnerable position. And they're opening up to you about something that they have probably dealt with and thought about telling you for a really, really long time. So be patient. Try, be kind. Don't react. Maybe give yourself time if it's something that you need to get your head around. Thank that person for telling them and just say, Okay, that's a lot of information. I need to I need to think about this. But whatever you can do is just feel privileged that that person has shared something so so personal with you. If you want, thank them and say thank you for sharing this with me. And then also let them know that they are still the same person in your eyes and that you that you love them and that you'll be a support and a friend to them wherever you can. I would say if somebody is wanting to come out is do it. It is one of the most liberating feelings 
that you can ever do for yourself. One of my main wishes is that I had done it earlier because it is something that I tormented myself with for a long time. Always know that there is somebody in your life that you can tell about this. This isn't uh, something that you have to always keep to yourself. There's someone that you can trust. There's someone who loves you beyond belief that will help you through this and will listen and just trust in yourself and trust in that person and just tell someone. You will feel incredible once you're able to say those words to somebody else. I don't know if I would have done it any differently in a sense that I think my dad and my sister would have been the first two people that I told. And the way I told them, I think it was really beneficial for for us all. We were all together. We were all face to face. So the actual scenario, I don't think I changed, but I definitely would have done it sooner in a sense that I knew for quite a long time, like we're talking two years or more, that I was gay. However, I didn't trust myself or didn't feel comfortable enough in the people I had around me to tell me. I felt a huge amount of shame and I suppose that held me back. And, you know, that shame builds up and it gets harder. The sentence, I'm gay, becomes bigger and bigger and weighs heavier and heavier on you as a person. And it can have a really, really negative effect on your mental health. So if anything I would do differently is be kinder to myself and also trust in the people that I had around me to help me through this and not not done it all alone for so long. One, one final note would be getting to work more closely with the Interproud group this year has definitely been one of the highlights of working in Intercom at the moment. I've been involved in in LGBT groups up and down over the years. And to be honest, this group is one of the most organized, vibrant and tenacious group of people I have ever got the privilege of of working beside in, in, in this area. And I think 2020 has been a year where we've all been tested in one way or another, but this group has just seemed to, to come together even more tightly and just kind of stood up with our chins out ready to take on the next challenge. So yeah, it's been a a real pleasure and honour getting to work with the group and I can't wait to continue working with them going forward. So I'm Brady and I am in the San Francisco office as an SDR and I've been living in the Bay Area for a while now. So staying involved in the LGBTQ communities has been always kind of a tricky thing for me. I feel like maybe over the past year, it's getting easier, especially being a bi woman. It's been maybe a little bit hard because I'm not really straight, but I'm not really totally gay. And it's I haven't had a lot of acceptance in the communities when um, I've lived in other places. And so I've been hesitant about joining some of them in San Francisco, but I also know that's just kind of my own anxieties and insecurities. So I have been trying to reach out a lot more during this time, um, especially in the isolation of everything. Um, My therapist actually suggested a lot of really great 
uh, communities and groups like on Facebook. So I've been trying to reach out on there. But also my ex-girlfriend from Thailand, we're best friends still. So we actually talk to each other almost every day. And so she has been a really great kind of support because she's also bi. And so we, when we're feeling like we're struggling or there's issues, she's a really, really great person to talk to. Even though we're exes, we coin each other like our favorite ex. She's been a really great kind of support system uh, for me and I as for her as well. But I am trying to like break through the communities more. Just, uh, it's going to probably take me some time, but I'm getting there. (laughs) So I always knew that I liked girls and I liked guys. It was just way more kind of, you know, socially appropriate to like guys. So that was emphasized a lot more in my life. And then when I started to really try to be like, hey guys, I also like women. No one believed me. (laughs) I was dating guys. And so no one thought that I was being serious or or like a bunch of people thought that I just wanted attention. Monogamy placed this really stringent kind of control on the ability to express that aspect of who I am. And I feel like being bi, like I, I think I said it earlier, like people almost want me to prove it. Like if I'm dating a guy and I'm like, oh, like I'm bi, they're like, prove it. It's like, I don't feel comfortable doing that, that's not an appropriate request. And I feel like most of my teenage years and my early 20s, that was the experience. I feel like I was constantly having to come out and be out like annoyingly aggressive about it. You know, it's not just like, oh, I'm bi. It's like, I'm bi. Stop asking me like, yes, I'm dating a guy right now, but you like, this is not an appropriate question. So when I embraced fully the fact that I was bi, because I was starting to doubt it myself because of the fact that I was mostly dating men at the time, I started exploring my polyamory and being able to actively date a man and a woman at the same time was just really eye-opening and breathtakingly beautiful for me. And when I started to be able to express that and like actually be super out and like in everybody's face about it and no one like asked me to prove it anymore, it was just a really nice breath of fresh air. I think it's really strange. I haven't seen any other self-identifying features where people ask you to prove that's who you are. I know a lot of people self-identify by their religion and no one asks, you know, a Christian to prove that they're Christian. And so I feel like I would like the same respect as I know many of my bi family would also like the same respect of not having to continuously come out to people and prove to people this is who we are. So that's basically what the last decade was like of just trying to get people to understand this is who I am and it's not a phase and it's not a joke. It's it's just me. Yeah. I tend to cultivate really small friend groups um, just because I am a really alternative person. And so the friends that I do keep really closely tend to be these just really strong, amazing people. And especially in the last couple of years, the people I've dated have also been really amazing. And even when we break up, I tend to be really close to them and they're still a part of my support network. I did go through really bad depression when I was in my late teens and early 20s. And a lot of it had to do with not being able to be who I am. And it was really hard. And so I really didn't have any kind of support system when I was younger, just constantly being questioned is just a really devastating experience, especially growing into yourself. But the past couple of years have been way better and it's been a beautiful experience. I think a lot of it also comes from, I lived a lot in the South. 
I lived around a lot of people who are not as open or accepting. And if you want to be an ally, no matter like which part of the world or the country that you're in, it's about first understanding that you just don't get it. <laughs> That's not, you know, the easiest thing sometimes, but it's also not the hardest. Um, just that acknowledgement of like, you don't understand the place that I've been in this circumstance, but that you want to listen and you want to help. I think people who have, you know, these loud voices in life should use those loud voices to help people who can't talk for themselves. And so being able to help us raise our voice in these situations and issues that matter, it shouldn't be a debate about whether LGBTQ plus communities have rights. It should just be a fight to get them. And so being a part of that fight, I think is really important. So my name is Jessica. I work for CS Team here in Dublin. I'm working for Intercom for about six months now. So I had a bit traumatic coming out story because the first place where I came out was with my family. So I didn't have a chance to come out. My mom asked me clearly. She heard me talking on the phone with a girlfriend that I have in that time. And she asked me, are you gay? And I said, yes, I am. She pretended that she was fine at the beginning, but after like two or three days, seems like she came to reality and she got crazy. I had so much traumatic moments. Like she said that she would kill me, that she would kill my girlfriend. She she did so much stuff. We had like so much so much trouble about this. And this like happened for eight years. So only after eight years of all the the trauma, all the troubles, I didn't have any support from my family, was when my mom just decided that she would accept or at least live with this. So it wasn't a good experience with my family. Also with my my friends, I figured out that I was gay. I, I born gay, of course, but I just realized that I was gay. I discovered myself when I was 16. So I was going to school still. And I didn't feel comfortable at all talking to my friends about this because I was one of the only black people in private school in that time in Brazil as well. So I was already different. So I didn't want to be even more different than the other people. I want to be part of the group. So I never felt comfortable to telling to my friends in that moment. So I was like in a really, really difficult position where I had anyone to support me in that time. So I think I only felt comfortable about being myself ages later when my mom started to accept me and I started to feel comfortable telling who I was to everybody else. Because once I wasn't accepted by my family, I thought no one else would accept me anyway. So I just decided to keep this to myself like forever. So I had a girlfriend in that time. She was my girlfriend for 10 years. So I found support in her family because they accept like they were really, really good to me. Like my family made her family life a hell, but they still beside me. They still, they still support me in that time. So it was the only way I, I found to have support. So what I felt in that stage that would make a huge difference for me, and I see that my mom nowadays do, I think if my mom had in that time someone else who spoke to her and explained to her that it was fine to be gay, that my life wasn't destroyed, that it was just the, the way I am and she could not change me, this would make so much difference. I think if someone else could speak to her in that time and put some nice advice on her mind, it would be like a huge, huge, huge help. So I feel the allies can, a part of supporting us and standing beside us is to talk to people who don't understand in the same way they do, how like it's just a normal thing and it's not like this trouble that other people think that it is. So I think what would be a good help in that time for my mom and I still feeling like is a good help nowadays because I still see 
that some people don't understand and don't accept. A lot of moms, dads, and family that don't accept gay people. If you have someone else to talk to them and explain to them and help them to understand would make a big difference. So to be honest with you, once I arrived in Dublin, I was just an English student, but I saw how like the schools were open and we had people from everywhere, like from Asia, from Brazil, Spanish people, like Italians. And I saw that that environment was really open. And after I was here for a while, was Pride Month. So I saw that everywhere was like with flags and the stores were supporting, like Tesco had a, a rainbow flag and Starbucks. Everywhere was a big supporter for, for, the, for the gay community. So I said, oh my God, this is amazing. Brazil, if some stores support the gay community, probably people will stop to buy there and they will be afraid to support the gay community. And things here were so open that I said, I feel comfortable talking about who I am here because I know that anyone else will react in a bad way. And it was exactly like this. I never ever had any person in Dublin or in Ireland anywhere that had like a bad reaction when I came out to them. So I feel really bad, for example, in Africa, some places are you are not like allowed to be gay, like it's illegal. And I can see in Brazil as well, like it's so, so difficult. The president at the moment is so backwards. He says so much stuff, not only about gay people, but about black people. So I feel so upset and so sad because I'm part of like this community. I'm black, I'm gay. And for me to stand for myself and see that my friends and other people that look just like me cannot be themselves in other places is just like so like I can almost not understand why this happened. Why is why so different? Why in Ireland everybody can live together like in harmony and in Brazil people cannot have the same peace of mind to be themselves. It's just like I don't understand why advice for people who would come out right now. So I would tell them to be strong. If they are in Ireland, great for them because they have a lot of support everywhere and anywhere they go, people will support them. But if they are in Brazil or in other countries that you probably don't support them in the same way, I would tell them to feel strong, to be themselves, because even if they will have trouble at the beginning, afterwards will be worth it. They will be happy and they will be who they are. I don't think we have to stop to be who we are for anyone else or because we are in a, in a place that will not accept us in the way we are expecting. Hi, everyone. My name is Rachel Jamison. I'm a lifecycle marketing manager on the customer engagement team at Intercom, and I work out of the San Francisco office. So conceptually, being out is a shorter way of saying out the closet. And to me, the closet represents being hidden, conforming to outdated ideas, being molded by others and their expectations of you. And being out means shedding those outdated ideas of who you should be and taking that step towards who you're meant to be and who you really are and letting everyone know that no matter what the consequences might be. So that's what being out means to me. I would say just generally as an ally, you should always try to do your reading, do your research, just like make intentional efforts to learn about people who exist outside of your everyday environment. I think that's just like a good best practice, like as a human being, honestly. And also just get comfortable having conversations that you may not be the expert in. Also know that intersectionality exists. So in addition to the identities that you see horizontally across the LGBTQ 
uh, spectrum. There's others that exist vertically. Like for me, I'm a lesbian, but I'm also black and I'm a woman. So there's like three layers of identities that exist there. And I see things from different perspectives because of that. So just be aware of that. Be open to conversation, be open to learning. And yeah, just try to be that friend that that listens and can just be supportive no matter what your friend is feeling. The advice I would give to people coming out today, I think that's a big question because, I don't know, everyone's situation is different. Everyone's environment is different. We all have different parents and like groups of people we surround ourselves with. So I can't give specific advice, but I would say, honestly, just, just do it, you know? For me, like when I think about things that are anxiety inducing, or I feel like I have to show like my true color to be vulnerable, like I think about my ancestors and like all the the stuff that they went through, even like my mother and my grandmother, you know, like living in the times that they lived in and not having access to the resources they had. I'm just like, I have so much access. I have such great community. There's like a lot of things I could read. So I just like think about what they went through, try to channel that and know that because they went through that, I could pretty much get through anything. So yeah, think about that. Think about the people that came before you lead the way. If I could go back in time and talk to myself when I was coming out, I don't think I would change anything about how I came out besides like maybe speaking to my dad first and like feeling more confident with his response. But I think I would tell myself, I don't need the validation of another woman in my life to like verify my identity and like how I feel about women. Because like that was one of the things that held me back. I was like, I'm not in a relationship with a woman. I don't know if I'll end up with a woman, you know, so I'm not going to come out and like disrupt my life, you know? Like I think I was just like so afraid of being known as like a fake lesbian or like not being authentic. But over time I realized like, oh yeah, these identities shift, they change, they're fluid, you know? I should feel comfortable and confident in that no matter like where my love life leads me. So I think that's the only advice I would give. And I probably would have came out sooner if I had known that. We hope you enjoyed these stories as much as we enjoyed hearing and producing them. We'll be back to our regular programming on Thursday, but until then, happy pride from all of us at Intercom.